America. We are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Zach on Film. It's another uh, Zach on Film summer movie special. <laughs> it's just Steven and I this week. Yes. And we had the pleasure, the grand opportunity, the opportunity of a lifetime to go watch Terminator Genesis. Oh, boy. It was uh, an experience to talk about. Well, first of all, it's a time travel movie. So yes, and that- I knew you... That I, does score some yes, points for me. I did go into that, and I remembered, oh, yeah, this is time travel, because, like, aren't all Terminator movies time travel yes, on some much, level? Pretty much, yeah. I'm like, oh, so that, that's a couple of points But this one literally had, you know, in the original Terminator movie, they just appear. They just say that they sent me mm-hmm. back in time, and it appears. In the second Terminator movie, I think it essentially runs the same way as the first one, where... The T-1000 shows up. Right. Now, T-3, I forget what went on in that, which is probably a good thing. And what was the one where the... I don't remember T3. Then there was the one that had John Connor as a kind of a older teenager, and he was down in the bunker when the bombs went off. Is that with the most, like in 2009? No. Gosh, I'd oh, have to look up God. and see all the Terminator movies. I didn't realize, I thought there was, I thought there was only, really, I thought there was three Terminator this. 2 Judgment Day, Terminator right? 2 Salvation. Salvation. That was the one that came out in 2009. 2009. Okay. And that's the one that has um, Batman in it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one that has Christian Bale. Yeah, in Christian it. Bale. Yeah. Um, which did you was, watch that? I did. Bad. Um, I wasn't very good. Okay. And Terminator Three is the Rise of the Machines, which is the oh, one that the yeah. uh, where they get trapped down in the bunker when everything blows up. Spoiler alert! But uh, really, not a very good movie. Either. <laughs> so, out of all the Transformers movies <sighs> before before this one, all the you're Terminator movies. Half of them are decent. I, you know, to be honest, the Terminator yeah. is the best one in the franchise. Even okay. though a lot of people would say Terminator 2 Judgment Day is better just because they amped everything up. There is something about, and that's what I really, really thought about when I was watching Terminator Genesis, was that there's something about the 1984 look mm-hmm. that really works for the Terminator because it's, I don't know how much of that you've ever seen. I think I've seen about half of it. I think I've seen all of Judgment Day. And that's it. How come you didn't watch all of the first one? I don't know. I probably watched it on TV. I oh, okay. was watching it. And I okay. probably just got it's worth seeing it. unedited with because it's got some boobies and all that good stuff in oh, there. Okay. But there's something about the aesthetic of the Terminator that's very dark mm-hmm. and very gritty. Like it's it's not quite the aesthetic of Blade Runner, but it's in that same vein, but mm-hmm. without all the visual uh, special effects mm-hmm. because. 
what Genesis does is it attempts to recreate a lot of the scenes from the first movie, right. especially at the beginning, which they do it. I mean, they, they show a lot of the stuff that I'm like sitting in the theater going, yep, I remember that. Now this is going to happen. And then that, mm-hmm. but it's kind of the difference. It's kind of the difference of going to see the movie Grease mm-hmm. or going to see the movie, uh, little shop of horrors. And then going and seeing a high school performance of Grease or Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> How it's it's the same story. Yes. But it's just not right. It's not there. Because I would say, I would argue, go, and you could probably find this on YouTube. Go and look for the clip from the original Terminator movie where he shows up naked at the observatory mm-hmm. and they're making fun of him. And look at how dark and gritty that scene is. And then you look at Terminator Genesis where they try to recreate it and it's like they've like... Let's add 15 more lights to the scene and really brighten it up. It's either that or maybe they can't get it dark enough because sensors are so good these days mm. because it just looks really, really bright mm-hmm. compared to the original. I was like, well, they're missing. They got the story part there, but they're missing the aesthetic part of it. Mm. And I, I that was kind of my thought from the whole Terminator Genesis movie is it's just missing something. Interesting. Yeah. And you just think that. Mainly from the aesthetic point of view, that's well, something. I don't know who's going around online now with the article that says um, proof that special effects haven't gotten any better since like 2001 or 1999 yeah. or whatever it is, and they're pointing to the Star Wars movie. The special effects in this are not. I mean, when the T1000 appeared and it was all shiny and chrome, and it was uh, what's his name was it not Patrick Dempsey. But um, whoever the guy was that played the T-1000, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, holy cow, look at the effects and everything that went into this. Yeah, I watched part of that recently. It still holds up. Those yeah. effects, they're amazing. And then you look at this and it's like, <laughs> you know, in Terminator 2 Judgment Day, they blew up Los Angeles and they did this whole miniature and, you know, tried to recreate the look of the old World War II bombing films that you see from the nuclear blast films. That's mm-hmm. what they were referencing when they were trying to make the city of Los Angeles blow up in Terminator 2. This one, it's all CG, and it's like, well, let's just get down into the city, and let's see everything blow up, and let's see this and this. And it's like, well, gosh, you guys really have, again, lost mm-hmm. lost something as they're making the jump from the original to this odd retelling of the Terminator and Terminator 2. And correct me if I'm wrong but this movie started they went to LA and then to San Francisco yeah then to San Francisco right because this Mm -hmm. is what I thought in the beginning talking about aesthetics is that back in the 80s they still had the original lamp posts light bulbs in LA that and they just switched them Mm -hmm. last summer to the new actually a little bit two two summers ago ago. yeah Yeah, two years two summers ago to the new LED blue bulbs Mm -hmm. and so you really do have a really really brighten up a lot of crisp mm -hmm. look to the city instead of this dark and kind of yeah. orange glow that's kind of rusty looking never yeah look i can i can see that and but still even when they're shooting on even when they're shooting up at griffith park at the observatory mm-hmm. they can block a lot of the stuff out in that location mm-hmm. right um, so i don't know i just i i agree with you that and there was a movie that maybe it was a movie or maybe it was this one that I saw and I was thinking of the exact same thing about, yeah. oh, we, I remember they changed all the lights well, out. That's why mm-hmm. this looks a lot better. It was either in the trailer for one of the things that we saw yeah, before did the movie. did we see a tr- movie earlier that was based in L.A. this summer? Uh, well, there was um, Earthquakeville. 
Oh, yeah. And that was yeah, also San Francisco. That's what I'm thinking of. Which man. they also destroyed San Francisco twice this year. Oh, they have? Yeah. Yeah. California's taking a beating. Oh, poor California. Oh, I feel I sorry for you. Uh, drought and fire and all that <laughs> stuff. Uh, perfect temperatures right next to the ocean. Ugh, no water. No water, overpopulation. Ugh, I really feel bad for it's you It's a real... It's a real up for grabs of where you want to be in California right now. So Yeah, so maybe it is just switching out those lights that's changed a lot of that aesthetic. But still, even if you're shooting in raw, mm-hmm. which I'm imagining they have yeah, to be because this like was totally was not – this was not shot on film. Oh, no. You can color correct all that stuff oh, to yeah. get the look that you want. Yeah. There's something about the look of this that's just too – I guess I've said this before on Zach on film. When you look at – uh, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Mm-hmm. It came out in 1977, and it has this kind of dirty look to it. Then when you look at Empire Strikes Back, everything looks a little brighter and shinier, and, and it's like they put a coat of shellac on everything. Mm-hmm. That's what this movie feels like. Mm-hmm. In fact, everything from everything after the Terminator feels like, let's put a coat of shellac on this, let's make it r- look really expensive and really shiny mm-hmm. so that people will go in and... and uh, Go for it. Mm-hmm. So, do you know. think uh, having to do some body doubles? I did think that that was. I did think that style. that was rather interesting. Yeah, because they really de ate for half the movie. He was mm-hmm. de aged because they sent back the first one, and it's like, oh look, it's kind of nineteen eighties Arnold. If you it was, was a plastic. pretty good. Well, the young. Terminator, the mm-hmm. young Arnold in that in that uh, in those shots looked a lot like the Terminator in the scenes where he has to cut out his eye in the original Terminator, mm-hmm. and you can tell that there's a lot of makeup on oh, the face. Yeah, so that's what that reminded that's me. Interesting. Of. Now, this isn't the first time though that they that they've cloned Arnold uh, for a Terminator movie. They did it in uh, Terminator Salvation because at the end of that movie, uh, mm-hmm. T eight hundred or whatever Arnold's yeah. model is. Uh, comes out and fights at the end of that movie too, oh, and they had to go back to the original castings of Arnold's body to recreate the suits and recreate oh, the CGI wow. that they used in Terminator Salvation. So it wouldn't surprise me that they were using that again here. And I know that yeah. there's a couple of online videos of um, of how they how they de-aged Arnold for mm-hmm. this. But you know, de-aging stuff—they're using that a lot. They've used it in the X Men movies with yeah. uh, Professor Xavier and Magneto. So that's pretty common, and I think that's still pretty cool. Mm. I don't think it detracted from the movie. Those effects didn't. Oh, you don't think so? I didn't think that those did. It was a little odd. It was a little odd right at the beginning where you had middle-aged Terminator and young Terminator fighting each other at the very mm-hmm. beginning. That Yeah, because some of that made it look like they were maybe cutting out stuff from maybe the original film, but obviously that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. That looked a little odd on a couple of sequences. Because there was a one tracking shot where you pan behind the Terminator, naked Terminator, and you're going around the city and he's walking. Mm -hmm. And if he was walking in a straight line, you would see more of his back. You would see more of the back of his body. You would kind of wrap around his body as you were moving forward towards the city. But the city, the background moves, but you just stay locked on his fixed background, which means he's walking in an arc, which Uh doesn't make any sense. Yeah. If if you think about the camera movement Uh in order to keep his back aligned as everything's turning it means he would have to be walking in an arc i think about these things in the movie yeah so if i'm thinking about it obviously it's not very well done sure and then you know beyond the effects and beyond the those kinds of things 
uh, the story I didn't think was very good. No, the story was very all over the place with plot holes the mm-hmm. size of Terminators. Yes. And it left me not caring about a single character at the end. Right. No, I didn't care about anybody either because, you know, this movie has Doctor Who in it. Doctor Who's yeah, always... Yeah, did you know he was in there? I did late in the, uh, eh, probably about a month or two ago because oh, the really? posters came out with him on it uh, and everyone was okay. like, what's Matt Smith doing on this? What's he doing in this movie? What's he doing in this movie? And then it was revealed that he was... Oh, really? He was a... And, and I kind of tuned out about that point, but it was either that he was a Terminator or that he was Skynet. And I mm-hmm. think it was the he was Skynet part yeah. that I was like, oh, okay, well, whatever. Dumb. <laughs> um, and so I just kind of moved on, but... In Doctor Who, they're always like, well, are these fixed points in time that you can't change? Mm-hmm. And I think that they screwed with the time travel part a little bit too much and ruined the part at the end where why does John Connor have to go revisit his young self and remind him to yeah. uh, never forget about the Genesis as Skynet? You shouldn't need to. You shouldn't need to, Because right? they were saying, well, you're changing the past yeah, you, and the future and yeah. all of your actions. You have so moved. So if you did that, you're As fine. Doc Brown says, you've moved to an alternate timeline. Yeah. And by the end of the movie, they're into the third or fourth alternate timeline. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't have mattered at that no, point. No, it, it shouldn't have. And there are so many instances like that throughout mm-hmm. this film that you have to stop and wonder. Like, they didn't answer a lot of questions about who's sending all of these Terminators right. back. There's, there is that question because they're like, well, who sent the original uh, T-800 back to 1977 when Sarah was a young child. That's yeah. never answered in the movie, which presumably leaves all these open points for future movies to say, oh, well, here's the story where we send this Terminator back in time. And oh, here's the story where we send this Terminator it back It seems in time. like the never-ending Terminator story that I like. I can't imagine people are still going to care about because it seems like the same thing over and over because, okay, so we have the T-800, right. Arnold, that right. goes back. Mm-hmm. There's... The T-1000. There's another T-1000. And isn't there another... Wasn't there... Oh, no. Now I'm just thinking of uh, John Connor. Right, which is Skynet. So he went back himself. Right. But then there's still that other T-1000. And then Arnold, Mm -hmm. unaccounted for. Mm -hmm. It's just like... And is is, do you you need to do a whole story about... I mean, the T-800 maybe, but I mean, come on now. I think this is one of those things where it's better not to ask those kind of questions. I and mean, that's probably because they're the story has is very problematic. I it mean is. it really really is problematic in if you think about it linear, linearly, it makes sense to a point. Mm-hmm. But then it kind of falls apart when you start saying, well if this happened then that happened and logically this shouldn't happen unless you are now in an alternate timeline in which case none of that even matters. Unless the end reveal is Oh, Sky Knight's still alive, but Skynet shouldn't be alive because they blew it all up. Mm-hmm. So it's it's wonky and it's not it's not a good movie. And I think audience has kind of shown that when you have a movie like Inside Out that dominated yeah. the weekend. I think it barely edged out Jurassic World. Jurassic yeah. World still beat uh Terminator Genesis, and I don't even know how much money I think it only made what, a hundred and uh, I mean, even check the box office for this. I'll, I'll I was up. surprised. You tell me some, l- some of the big plot holes that you have. Oh, big plot holes. Uh, I was thinking today and reading some stuff. Uh, so they say that you can only go back with your organic skin. Right. Um, and that's why they always have to get nakey-nakey before they get right. into the time machine. Right. But uh, John Connor went back and he's all... 
what is he metal he's, he's like a weird he's metal integrated thing. Yeah, yeah yeah he's like a ferrous metal kind of thing which would mean that the cells are the actual cells are wrapped around the ferrous material right so maybe maybe it should work okay, that so way what about the t1000 because they're not organic skin at all they're just a liquid metal that's a whole maybe they found a way around that i forget how they explained yeah. it in t2 did they explain it I'm guessing they had to have because yeah. it was another time travel bit. True. But maybe people just didn't question it because it looked like skin until he was sure. doing this morphing effect sure. stuff. So there's things like that. Um, well, the biggest problem that I have is let's drive up into the San Francisco Hills into this secret bunker where we've been storing all yeah. these weapons for decades and good job Terminator. And then he does this weird smile thing. <laughs> and then John Connor shows up. It's like, well, I thought this was supposed to be hidden. Well, it would make sense if the mom had explained to the son at some point about what had happened. Then stuff starts blowing up and they run outside and there's like all these biker gangs and school buses. Yes. And it's like, where the hell are these people? Yes. That the, none of this was addressed until things start blowing up. Mm-hmm. And maybe if you're from San, Fran, San Francisco, maybe this is a landmark or something that has some significance. But if it's being visited frequently, why would you use that as a source of your weapons cache? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And it just, and continue on from that scene, I just need to talk about two things. One, like how many more times in in films and blockbusters are we going to see trailers or school buses flip end on right, end? Right. Like I don't even the way that they dropped the axle yes. to make the thing flip. Mm-hmm. I don't think should have worked because they dropped it like they're going forward and they dropped the axle like this, mm-hmm. so it should have flipped like backwards. It was very strange. I was just like, I could see it flip up in the air the way it did, but the flip end over end like in, that, yeah. tip, tip to tip, is insane. No, it would not happen. It and then the fact the to land perfectly on, <laughs> actually, if it was going to flip that way, it probably would have landed more on the front because that's where the engine and the most of the weight is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we all know when you look at a school bus, it's mostly just a flatbed truck with a very thin aluminum shell yeah. wrapped around it. Not much there. And for it to have survived all those flips generally unscathed seems mm-hmm. rather odd yes but then the only other thing that i think is almost more troubling but i give a pass to because i just assume a t800 is very heavy is arnold is driving his own car down to the bridge right and he starts swinging it out oh it's after he took the police car yeah, yeah. F- flew he went f- oh floppy mm-hmm. went head first through a car just right. only his head right takes the car right right so then he's driving it and he does a cool, cool guy, uh, like, slide in the thing. And then he's getting out. And he out just walks they, out of the yeah. car as he's moving. It's like, no. It was kind of a no, cool, it was, it was kind of a cool, cool visually, but not how from the physics, physics side, work. no. It's kind of like in, uh, what was that movie, Wanted, with uh, oh, Angelina yeah. Jolie. And she comes whipping around, and he's about to fall or something. She just opens the door and kind of scoops him inside without, like, breaking his calf. Anything. It, it, yeah, his lower <laughs> leg or anything like that. Uh, yeah, so there's a lot of problems from that. But I think sometimes when we look at movies, and movies maybe like Terminator, maybe like San Andreas, it's one where don't question the logic of it. Just watch it for the cool things. Have you ever seen the the Transporter movies with uh, Jason Statham? Uh, no. Watch the first one because it's really good. And mm-hmm. it, seems, it seems like that with a lot of movies. The first one's really good and the second one, third one, just kind of – They off. Or else they try to, again, shellac it and make it mm-hmm. – and amp it up really good. But there's a lot of questionable logic things that happen in both of those movies, the Transporter movies, three movies, that it's just like, I'm not even going to think about it because it's so crazy. Or even look at a movie like Crank. Have you ever seen Crank? 
Uh, isn't the one that's where he has to keep himself Statham, alive? also Jason where he has to keep himself yeah. alive. Yeah. And then don't ever watch Crank 2 because it's just stupid as all get out. <laughs> Uh, but, it, you know, it's just like, let's make this bigger, stronger, faster, better. Mm-hmm. And really, I'm thinking when I walked out of this, as much as I would like to forget about Salvation, as much as I would like to forget about T4 Rise of the Machines. They should have just rebooted the franchise with something completely different. That's what I was thinking. And I wanted to ask you why, because we just watched Jurassic World. Not mm-hmm. a great movie, but I think better than this. Mm-hmm. Um they didn't reboot Jurassic Park. They have kind of continued on the story right. as a time jump, and they've had a lot of movies, the fourth one in the series. Mm-hmm. What made that at least work better than uh, Terminator Genesis did? So with Jurassic World, they're making a lot of references to the original, and they're embracing the original mm-hmm. and saying, look how great the original was, and we're not shitting on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, pardon the language, but we're not crapping all over that because... We know that it's integral to the story. Mm-hmm. With many sequels, and Terminator Genesis is exactly that. It's like, what are all the cool things about the original Terminator? Well, the guy walks in the park and they have the conversation about the uh, no lo- no laundry tomorrow. Okay, so we got to include that. Then there's a scene where, um, come with me, you want to live, mm-hmm. that's got to be good. I'll be back. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got to add that in. Uh, then there's that scene at the end of the movie where the Terminator's crawling uh, against all the machines and it's about to get crushed from Sarah Connor. We got to include at least two of those in this movie. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, oh, well, forget about the original Terminator. What about the thing where the guy's arms turn into blades and he runs real fast? Oh, yeah, we got to include all that. Mm-hmm. So, what they're doing, and, and I've said this before, it's like when you're a kid, you maybe were playing with your toys or whatever, or you're playing with a friend and, and you two come up with this great make-believe story with your toys or your figures. And there's all this action and all these things are going on. And in your mind, this is like the greatest thing ever. And then the next day you're like, remember how great that was yesterday? Yeah, man, that was mm-hmm. great. Let's do that again. Okay, yeah. And you try to recreate all the things, except somehow it's not as fun. And then mm-hmm. if you try to do it a third time, it's like... And eh, maybe we should stop playing with these Star Wars figures or something, man, because this just isn't fun anymore. That's what Terminator has become. Mm. Let's try to put as many references to the other movies that we can in there. Let's flip some things around, but it's five movies out now. Yeah. Or six movies out now. Um, like Terminator 2, 3, 4, Rise of Machines, Genesis. So, yeah, this is six movies. Is there a four? Or was four Rise of Machines? Rise of Machines was four. Yeah. And then Salvation. Oh, Salvation. Yeah. Maybe, no, this is the fifth one. Sorry. Fifth. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, fifth time around, it's just not fun anymore. Mm-hmm. What yeah. do you think they could have done? Not made the movie. Just not made the movie? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much Arnold is paying now for uh, child support or, or whatever, or alimony to Maria. Uh, this just felt like a money grab, right? Mm. And it's really weird because we are in this weird zone right now that all of the movies that were really awesome in the late 80s, mid to late 80s, and the 90s are all being remade again, mm-hmm. right? I mean, look, we got another Mission Impossible movie coming out. We got new Ghostbusters coming out. We got Terminator, Star Trek. I mean, just go down the list. And it's like new Star Wars movies are coming mm-hmm. out. It's just like, let's keep bringing back the 90s again. And some of these movies really don't need to be made. And this is one that, like I said about the last movie that we watched, that was a, oh, a Poltergeist. Poltergeist. 
didn't need to be remade. Mm-hmm. Didn't need to be re- remade at all. This movie, according to Box Office Mojo, now over a week, well, this is a week as of this recording. Yeah. $45 million at the box office, which Whoa. really, really hurts. And that's, I think that's just domestic. I don't know if it's opened up. Yeah, $45 million. And I'm going to bet against a $200 million budget. Now, oh, worldwide, it's made $131 million, but I'm still betting it had a $200 million budget. Yeah. So that's not good for them. No. And it was a July 4th weekend movie. Yeah. That should have been holiday. big. Should've... And it opened up against Magic Mike while it does have a name to Did it. Did Magic Mike beat, beat Terminator? Oh, I don't know. But Terminator and Magic Mike certainly don't operate in the same genre space. So you might have a little bit of oh, audience overlap, but wow. not really. Only $30 million for Magic Mike. Mm. Didn't so... get great ratings either. Everybody says it's really funny. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I want to still see it. Yeah. Um, but I'm thinking Jurassic World and Inside Out just for like continue to be this. Oh, absolutely. This domination thing. If we look at opening weekends, here's uh, compared to Terminator Salvation. Terminator Salvation in its opening weekend. No, maybe. Yeah. Is this opening weekend? Must be. $125 million in its opening weekend. No, that can't be right. That must be its entire box office run. For what? Terminator Salvation. Oh, yeah, here it is. Opening weekend for Terminator Salvation, $42 million. Opening weekend for Terminator Genesis, uh, like I said, uh, the uh, $45 million. So it actually did a little bit better than Salvation, but not by much. Not by much. And it did take a six-year gap for them to make another Terminator movie. Well, part of that was Arnold's The Governor. Oh, that's right. And, and and now, granted, he was not in Salvation except for the very end. Right. And there was some question about whether he should be allowed to be in that movie because he was the governor mm. at the time. But um, even before Rise of the Machines, which he was in, I'm pretty sure, uh, to this one, he was governor and really couldn't do any right. acting jobs. I, I did remember that in the middle of the movie. is like, should we, like, how much should we acknowledge this guy was a governor and now he's just a robot again? Like, he was a robot and then... He was governor, and now he's a robot again. Here's that the, seems very odd. Here's the thing that bothers me about the Terminator films is, and it really happened with the second Terminator film, the T-800 is, quote-unquote, bad. Arnold's character mm-hmm. is bad, and that's what made the original movie so good is, how do you get away from this unstoppable machine? But everybody loves the Terminator. Everyone's like, oh, man, the Terminator. So it's the same way with Darth Vader, right? Oh, Darth Vader's awesome. The Terminator is awesome. This is awesome. And so what ends up happening is they flip Arnold's character and make him a good guy. Mm -hmm. And I think that's when it all kind of falls apart. Yeah, because I think if they would still go on and explore T-800's a bad thing. It's still Mm -hmm. really designed to destroy humans. Right. A few other ideas that were in Genesis, like our our phones and technology Mm going to revolt against us one day. Mm -hmm. They could have made an interesting theme out of the movie. They really... It seemed like they had an idea going. Yeah. And there's like, but you know what would be better? Robots fighting for an hour. Yeah. Because they had ideas they could have built, like a thesis on. Even Jurassic World had this kind of meta mm-hmm. look at the box office we're just kind of pulling one over you on you that's the right, whole thing in the right. film sci- good sci-fi has a message when it has a good don't film. trust the cloud even something like that if they just would have pushed it a little bit farther instead of just going uh guns guns explosions bus flip more guns explosions weird nano things mm-hmm. uh they could have 
I think made a more compelling film, but they decided to just do explosions. Yeah. Which apparently, uh, as an IMDb, it surprised me because I knew it just had low ratings. Uh, user rating, audience rating for, on IMDb was a 7.1 out of 10 for this film. Oh, yeah? Which I find odd, even though you still have a low bo- uh, box office take. Why people, that was like 30,000 votes or something. So it's like, people still love. I don't think 30,000 people would have seen this movie, do you? Well, I guess maybe for 45 like million. Yeah, they would yeah. have had to, yeah. So, it's just, I mean, at one level, I'm, I, I'm like confused on why are these movies still getting made? It's not, this one's not even making that much of the box office. It's not people, it's not received very well, but I guess there are just enough people. It's just enough to keep making stuff like this. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I guess because it's a franchise and maybe it's all the ancillary stuff that you get out of the franchise, the merchandising stuff that Mm -hmm. can help cover a lot of this stuff. I don't know what the, what the deal is, but I haven't seen a lot of, Terminator Genesis merchandise. No. I didn't see a lot of Terminator Salvation merchandise. I haven't seen, I mean, occasionally we'll see Sideshow Collectibles or we'll see uh, Hot Toys or whoever put out Terminator stuff. But, you know, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not going to the Walmart and seeing a whole line of Terminator action figures. Mm-hmm. Maybe you are in your town, listener, but not seeing that at Target either. Now, um, Loot Crate. Mm-hmm. This month? Yeah, this month was the Terminator oh, okay. Crate. Or the sci-fi crate. So you got yeah. a little uh, T-800, I guess, you know, technically the T-101, but it is the, the T-800 Cyberdyne model. Mm-hmm. Um, you got the little head with that. You got the little chip piece that comes out of the head, was, mm-hmm. a, was a USB drive. I think those were the main two things that came out of the loot crate this week from Cyber. But yeah, that's that's really the only stuff that I've seen hyping up this movie. It's like people are... I don't know. People almost seem embarrassed to to be associated to be associated to with the movie. Yeah. yeah, I haven't even. I mean, I've I've paid attention to the stuff online because you know we have to do that kind of stuff. I don't always report it because some of it's like, oh, here's a new poster, no big deal. Yeah, but there was not a whole lot of press. There was not a whole lot of mm. there's a whole not a whole lot of nothing going on with this. Interesting. Um, there is a weird aspect to this film that I wanted to know if you felt. Okay. Amelia Clark played Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor. In this uh, film. She's also in uh, Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah. Right. She's uh, uh, Khaleesi. Yeah. Oh, she is. Yeah. Oh, I didn't she's know that. Khaleesi. She's oh, I didn't know that. She, that's dragons. a really. That's a really. I just knew she was in Game of Thrones. I didn't know that was her. That's a really different look than. Yeah, she she's a super blonde. Mm-hmm. In uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's cool. I actually didn't even. Here's my. Here's my problem with Amelia Clark. Okay. Is I think she's fine. She's a fine actress. I don't know if she had the best performance in this film. Um, well, she, she has a lot of the same physical features yeah. as uh, Linda Hamilton. Oh, uh, okay. I, that's what I kind of noticed is she fit the body type and the facial structure of Linda Hamilton. Okay. Yeah. So in this, she, I think I am watching the trailers and stuff. I didn't even recognize it was just her cause I, the hair color was completely different mm-hmm. and I just felt she like looked so young. Yeah, she did. In this. Yeah. And I had to do math at one point, because I was talking about how she's supposed to... Be in college. Uh, do uh, sexual relations with the other guy that came mm-hmm. back. Uh, yeah. Um, and Kyle, I, and I, did, I guess they probably said she was in college. Yeah, they said at the beginning that when you go back, she'll be working as a waitress. Yeah. Um, looking to pay her rent and pay for college or college loans. Okay. 
I forget. I must um, have missed that because that would have helped me. Because like, is this girl like seventeen, eighteen? She this looks guy that way. She like looks 30. that way. She looks that way in the movie. Yeah, um, which was really giving me a weird vibe. Yeah, some kind of a weird, creepy vibe because she did come off. She as looks a, very young, pre college. She was. Yeah, she was what? What did she say in '77 when the Terminator arrived? She was, she was a nine. nine. Yeah, so that's she would be two years math. older than than me. Um, so that would mean she in was going to be, I think, like '84. She would have been. She would have been sixteen in '84. But didn't they go back to '87? Oh, I'm, no, it would have been '84 because that's when the original movie. '84. Yeah, yeah. So '84. That'd been fourteen. Uh, and she was nine, so we add five. Yeah, so she'd be, she'd be nineteen. She'd yeah. be nineteen in, this, okay, in yeah. this movie. And I must have reached that conclusion, but it just seems so because she does look so young. Yeah, she does. But then I looked her up. How she's old she's twenty nine. Twenty yeah, twenty eight, twenty nine. Uh, which blew my mind. I didn't think she was any older than like twenty four. After looking at her, yeah, so that no, was she's just twenty nine. But it's funny. The funny thing that I found when I was looking at this on IMDb is she wasn't even born when the original Terminator movie came out. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. So yeah, that uh, and uh, Jason Clark. Oh, now he is much older. Oh no, that's uh, Jason Clark is uh, uh, is uh, Kyle is John Kyle, Connor. Yeah, John Connor. Um, Jai Courtney. Yeah, was also born in eighty six. So they're the same age. Mm. They just certainly don't look like it in this film. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Which uh, gave me some weird vibes at some point. Yeah, and this movie is, I mean, this movie, Terminator Genesis, is rated what? Oh, of course, PG-13. PG-13, yeah. Uh, the original Terminator, Hard R. Oh, really? You really need to watch that whole yeah, movie through because it's Hard R and it's really... It's really gritty. And even though the special effects, they use a lot of stop motion stuff, which I thought was really cool in the mm-hmm. original and, and miniatures and stuff. Um, there's a lot of nudity in, well, not a lot of nudity. There's Arnold naked. Arnold butt. And then there's a sex scene between uh, Little Hamilton and the guy that played uh, Reese in that movie. Mm-hmm. This one with uh, Amelia, who's been in, who's been naked in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, that could have easily pop that in there was a there's a whole scene where they're getting undressed with yeah. each other that they could have thrown that in but i'm not saying that that was something that was needed i'm just saying that there's that is another weird aspect between well, it, the movies and it was weird because how much they kept talking about yeah you, you, you two have, have to have get it sex on yeah, and yeah. be pregnant but i mean they address it kind of at one point when he's like well are we gonna do this and she's like no i don't want to you're gonna die yeah. and then they just kind of leave it yeah what you think of uh, J.K. Simmons? I love J.K. Simmons. I, I thought he was the best character in the whole film. I would like to see a whole movie just his character when he was a cop to that point. It was really cool. And yeah. I thought from a conspiracy angle standpoint that that was, that was neat. And apparently, I don't know if it's true or not, online rumors say that he signed for three more, ter- or, you know, two more Terminator movies. Oh, really? Which would be weird. That would be strange because... Like, what does he do after that? Like, what is his role in any future films besides just the crazy guy that was right? Which mm-hmm. is what, uh, oh, uh, crap. Oh, you know the young pizza guy in Do the Right Thing that yeah, was yeah, fought yeah. with Mookie? Yeah. He was in Transformers 2. And yeah, yeah, John Turturro. Two, yeah, John Turturro. Mm-hmm. He, he just played that role and well, he was the crazy guy that 
thought about there was these aliens and he was right. And he was in the next one. And he was in it, but he didn't really do a whole lot. He was just kind of this guy that now became famous because he knew uh, that there was robots. Yeah, according to Screen Crash, J.K. Simmons, along with uh, Michael Keaton. What? Oh, re- recently parted ways with King Kong. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, bah, bah, bah. Let's see. Fully committing his role to the Frazzle Cop. Uh, as whether Simmons O'Brien character survived Genesis, Simmons told Slash Film, yes, we're all, we're all told O'Brien does survive. In fact, we went back and did a little added shot on a roof of a whole helicopter sequence to make sure that we see that after Arnold mm-hmm. throws me away so that he can save people, I'm one of those that he saves and I'm alive and watching what happens. When asked more prominent, pointedly if he's returning to the sequel, Simmons says, I'm signed on, so if there are any sequels, I will by God be there. So they've already said there's going to be a sequel? No. No. They signed him. Okay. If there are other sequels. Gotcha. He'll be there. He'll be, he will be there. That's kind of like the whole uh, Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield, you know, signed up for all these sequels. Oh, yeah. And that's like, well, we're going in a different direction. We can't use you anymore. Mm-hmm. Here's a here's a truckload of money. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. Yeah. So he'll get a truckload of money if they decide to <laughs> never make any more sequels. Or maybe they could just say, well, we're still working on it and never get around oh, to sure. it. Oh, sure. Do you think future Terminator movies need to dump Arnold completely? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Totally. Mm-hmm. He's too old at this point mm-hmm. to do that. I mean, uh, certainly there are a lot of other actors or actresses that could play Terminator. In uh, Terminator 3, it was, uh, I forget what her name was, but she played the TX model. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find other people to be Terminators. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think they should have just, I mean, they had an opportunity. They could have just killed them off in this one. If they really wanted to establish, you know, they killed him off in T two, but they kept bringing him back for two more movies, three more movies. So, um, yeah. So I don't. I I I really think that this is really an indication to the studio that don't make any more. It's done. Or if you're going to do it, it better be really, really, really good. Mm. This one wasn't really good. I can't recommend people going to see this. Oh, absolutely not. Unless you're just a diehard fan of Arnold and Terminator. But even if if you are you might still be disappointed by this because it's not really a well-put-together film. I like the I like the two time jumps. I like the fact that we're in 1984, then we're going to mm-hmm. jump to 2017. I thought that was very clever, and I thought that was a great way to move things up to a more modern time instead sure. of being stuck in the past for everything. I, I kind of wish they would have just left everything back in 1984 then, and, you know, and just, except that would have defeated the whole purpose of the the Genesis system and Skynet coming online yeah. because now we can destroy Skynet and all that stuff. But I, I think that's it. I just, I don't think I can watch. And I was really, if we hadn't done this for this show, I would not have gone to see this movie because yeah. I was done after the last one, after the Christian Bale one, uh-huh. I was like, no, thanks no more, but they keep doing it. Did you stick around for apparently? No, as soon as the yeah, credit started rolling, I'm like, I'm out of here. Sorry. Yeah, I did. I honestly, this is the first movie we've watched this summer. Oh, no. We did that with Poltergeist, too. That I could have been oh. like, I'm out. Like, I could have left 30 minutes into this film and not cared and not have felt bad coming into the recording. When I was like, well, I'll just, it's only like 30 more minutes. I'll just stick with it. I mean, I was like looking at my watch. I'm like, how much time? Let's do some math. How long have I been in here? How long more is this movie mm-hmm. going? Uh, speaking of that, did you watch it in 2D or 3D? 2D. 2D. Did you watch it in 3D? I did watch it in 3D. That's the time I had to go watch it. Mm-hmm. And I think I figured out a trick to our theater. Go watch it in 3D because they project it right. Oh, do they? Yeah, it was full screen. It was just rocking. I was so happy. The problem was for me that they overshot the top 
and bottom of the screen. <laughs> so it's like every once in a while, if there was anything bright, or like a light mm-hmm. at the top of the screen, it was shining on the curtain. I was like, God dang it, these guys. I texted Zach probably five minutes into the movie because we didn't go <laughs> see this together at the same time. I texted Zach and I was like, please, Zach, please become manager of this place so you can get this stuff set up correctly because there's no reason for it to be like that no no i mean i think audiences would care less about having i mean when we watched san andreas we were missing part of the left and right side of the screen yeah in this movie you could have had uh side columns and i don't think the audience would have cared there were only seven of us in the theater at the time but i don't think anybody would have cared i only had four there are only three other people in my theater and how was the 3d 3d i was actually just fine with the 3D. I thought it was used well. I don't think it was overdone. I thought uh, there was nothing that shot out at me, which I was happy about. At least they reserved yeah. themselves did with you ever, that. Did you ever go to the Universal Park? Or was it Universal? Yeah, Universal Theme Park. I with, did. with the Terminator ride. Remember, you'd go um, in and it was like you were a part of the... I don't know if I did the, Terminator ride. And at one point, the, the T-800 head comes flying out oh, to the audience. and no. he's looking at yeah, yeah, I didn't get to see that one. Yeah. I think it was Universal one time though, it was great. Um, but so no, I and I was almost went to film, and I honestly had kind of forgotten that it was 3D because there oh, cool. wasn't things shooting out. I think mm-hmm. the best stuff was probably some of the the fire embers going out, mm-hmm. and they would just create depth every once in a while. But they didn't go insane. And in a movie where it was all just about guys fighting robots and robots fighting robots, you would have thought that. They would start going crazy with the 3D, but they were fairly reserved in the use of it. Yeah. Um, okay, so here it is. Uh, mid credit scene revealing that Skynet's system core survived Cyberdyne's destruction. Oh, great. Leaves room for the filmmakers to further toy with the timeline. Great. Great. How many timelines do you think there's been since the start of the Terminator movie? I think only three. Oh, really? Yeah. Do they really just start jacking them with them with this movie? Yeah, this one is the one where it was really apparent because okay. in... Terminator 2, John Connor's already born, mom's disappeared and gone crazy. Mm-hmm. Then in Terminator 3, no, she's a, yeah, and then in Terminator 3, he's much older mm-hmm. and he gets locked into the uh, bunker when the nukes go off at the end. Then in 4, it is post-apocalypse right? Uh, and just fighting the Terminators okay. and finding out who John Connor is and that kind of stuff. And this is the one where they're really like, okay, let's go back in time and do all this other okay. stuff. So, Yeah. That's crazy. I can't. I mean, that's the only. I didn't see this scene, but knowing there's a possibility, that's the only way you could say, "Oh, let's do more Terminator movies." If you just kept Skynet around somehow. Yeah. Well, and that's what I thought. My thought was Skynet, or sorry, Genesis in this movie is all about the cloud. Put everything mm-hmm. on the cloud. Everything's connected. I mean, we're all with that right now with our iCloud storage and Dropbox and all of this Didn't stuff. Didn't it seem strange that it's like, Genesis, the greatest thing that's ever. It's like, so that thing we have now is the greatest thing ever? Because it pretty much sounds <laughs> yeah, just what we have. <laughs> hey, Siri, can you find the nearest, yeah. uh, you know, this whole week it was like, hey, Siri, can you find me the low, nearest blank blank store? And it like couldn't do that. So I have no fear that Skynet will ever no. come online <laughs> anytime soon. But here's the thing. It's a movie about everything going up to the cloud. Mm-hmm. Even Apple has backup systems located around the world in secure oh, sure. locations, right? <laughs> so yeah, blow up, blow up Cyberdyne, right? Go ahead and just blow it all the heck up. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you the CEO would come out the next day and say, this is a terrible tragedy. Fortunately, no lives were lost or very few lives were lost. 
Uh, but, uh, you know, we for all of our investors who have raised billions of dollars and for all mm-hmm. of you waiting for the billions of dollars to come, we're going to be down for about two months. Yeah. Everything's backed up on the cloud because that's what we're toting. <laughs> and uh, you'll get your Genesis slash uh, Skynet uh, in two months. I would like to see a crossover with Terminator. <laughs> Just uh, uh, Genesis and Silicon Valley. It's like, don't worry, we're using a middle all compression. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's it's going to be so fast when it comes out in two months, it'll be great. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, it, the science and science fiction is oftentimes so freaking bonkers, especially when it comes to people trying to explain computers. Yeah. Uh, that's why Interstellar was so great last year. Yeah, it was. Because it was science. They did the real science. And fiction. Yeah. yeah. This movie, not so much. No, unfortunately. <sighs> but I mean, we, they can't all be winners. Inside Out was so good; like the fates of the blockbuster had to dump a crap one on our head. Have we seen anything good this this year besides Inside Out? Uh, Mad Max. Mad Max was good. Yes. Avengers was not mediocre. Great. Then I was cold on it. I guess I, some I, other I, I wasn't it. that great on it. Yeah. Um. Then we watched. Uh, we watched Slow West. That wasn't Slow bad. West was it, was, it was interesting. Yeah, it was really good. It was good. not a blockbuster yeah, film. Yeah, no, it wasn't a blockbuster film, but Poltergeist it was a movie that we watched. was bad. It was really bad. Uh, this was horrible. Yeah. I think that's all we've watched. Uh, let's see. That Oops. was the other day. I'm in the wrong spot. Zach on film, not Zach plays. Haven't seen those in a long time. No. Nope. Hint, hint, <laughs> nudge, nudge. Uh, let's see. Inside Out was great. Jurassic yep. World. Oh, it was Jurassic all right. World. It was okay. Um, Slow West was good. Uh, San Andreas, Poltergeist, mm-hmm. Mad Max Fury Road. Avengers. Uh, yes, Avengers. San Andreas, I came around on with your explanation of destruction movies. I was like, well, it wasn't as horrible mm-hmm. if you just could look at it like that. Mm-hmm. Just crazy destruction times. And I'm trying to think. Uh, we did see Chappie. That was before the summer, though. Yeah. I, it, but Chappie really, wasn't that great. No, Chappie wasn't great. So uh, I think we've only seen Jupiter's, one. Jupiter Legacy was uh, Jupiter, Jupiter Rising or, or Ascending, yeah. whatever it was. God, it was horrible. Was awful. It was bad. So I don't think we've really seen any good movies. I mean, things that are, I mean, there have been things that have been blockbusters like Jurassic World just continues to rake in the money. But I think Inside Out is probably the only movie that has really been truly good. Yeah, because you didn't really like Mad Max very much, did you? I thought it was, I thought it was good for what it was. Yeah. And I thought it was really solid. Yeah. um, And I thought everything was just really great. It's just a movie that I really don't Don't. care to see again because of the grotesque factor. Sure. And yeah, I think that was the main thing that I didn't care for. I think Inside Out is the most rewatchable. Yes. Best film. And the the boys have asked about seeing that again. Oh, good. Yeah. You know, it it is on iTunes now, but it never came to our theater. Was Ex Machina? I did watch. Did did you watch watch it? it? No, I haven't watched it yet. Was it good? I heard a lot of good things. It was different yeah it made you think mm-hmm. the ending was not what i expected but then on reflection i was like okay it makes total sense for what was going on mm-hmm. but yeah it's weird it's a little different it's it's Sweet. it's like the twisted version of her mm, interesting yeah i like it so it, it was interesting it was some good special um, effects and everything i would actually say if you had a choice between watching um uh robot movies yeah i would pick Ex Machina ahead of Terminator, oh, okay, as far good. as the better movie. Well, yeah, I actually watched that. Oh, one. like the first Terminator you're saying? No, no, this, this Terminator, Terminator Gen- Genesis. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. See Ex Machina uh, over Terminator Genesis. Yeah. It was really good. I mean, I watched it on Saturday night, I okay. think. Yeah. We had come back from Kansas City, and uh, it was good. Good. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
you also watched Kingsman this year. You, you liked Kingsman, didn't you? I thought it was good, again, as a take on James Bond yeah. and in a more R-rated version of James Bond. Yeah, it was good. So are you looking forward to anything else for us this summer? Ant-Man. Well, this weekend we have Minions and Selfless. Selfless, the more I read about it, the more that looks somewhat interesting, but still doesn't look great. Yes. The more I didn't really... the more, Hearing about Selfless made right. me interested in seeing Selfless. Right. Seeing a trailer for Selfless Doesn't did make not make me yeah, exactly. want to watch it at all. So we got Minions, which we'll probably see this weekend because the kids want to see it. Good. Uh, also The Gallows, which I'm not interested in seeing that. Although I did get It Follows. Oh, yeah, I want to see that. I've got it. Yeah, I want to watch it. Uh, then Ant-Man is what I'm really looking forward yeah. to. That's also the same weekend as Trainwreck. And unfortunately, as much as you want to see Trainwreck, I don't think it's going to do very good in that box office opening weekend because no. now suddenly people are like, oh, Ant-Man's a caper film. Oh, I'm all in on this. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that think, one will blow everybody out of the I water. I think they picked a bad weekend to open Trainwreck on. It's even Judd Apatow uh-huh. directing. So yeah. he might be one of his worst openings. Maybe. Well, maybe. I don't know. Um, then the 24th, we have Smosh, baby. Smosh, Smosh, the movie. Smosh, baby. Uh, Zach and I will be getting incredibly drunk as we watch <laughs> that movie and record it for you. I think we should set up like two GoPros. We can do that. Let's do it. We can do that because it will be sad. Sometimes. I already, I told Aubrey when we were texting that night, oh, yeah, you texted me can... like you pre-ordered it. And I, when we were talking about what we wanted to do, I told Aubrey, I was just laughing so hard thinking about it. She's like, oh, so I'm going to have to come and pick you up. Watch out, I can drive You're going to pick me up. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I think it was Friday when we were coming home. I was like, oh man, either Aubrey's oh, going to have man. to come and get Zach or we're going to have to z- drive Zach home. Oh yeah, I'll just have her drop me <laughs> off and then come get me an hour and a half later and just be smashed. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, so I think that's, and then there's Mission Impossible, which again, Mission Impossible movies aren't great, Mm-mm. but they are one of those that's kind of fun. And then Fantastic Four, which I'm looking forward to. So we've got, even though I hate Smosh, I'm looking forward to that only <laughs> from the, from the, uh, look at the accident on the highway factor. Sure. Uh, but Ant-Man, definitely. Uh, Mission Impossible, okay. Fantastic Four, definitely. And then, um, that's it, I think. That's it. Yeah. The only other thing I'm looking forward to... After that is uh, Man from Uncle. No, uh, Compton. Oh, straight out of Compton. Out of Compton that comes yeah. out on the fourteenth of August. Yeah, I think that there's something to that. I think it looks good. Is that the uh, NWA? Yeah. Story. Yeah. Oh, that'll be cool. Oh, did you see the trailer for Creed? I came in at the very end of it, like halfway through it. But that that trailer looked me. really good. Yeah. And it, uh, it's not until halfway through that trailer does Sylvester Stallone show up. Uh huh. But it's like, I want to see Creed, even though I'm not a big fan of the Rocky movies. The first Rocky movie is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I kind of want to see Creed. I do. I like Michael B. Jordan. And I've heard, yeah. I've been wanting to watch Fruitvale Station, which is he, what he was in and has some of his like highest accolades for acting. In. I think it won some like independent film circuit awards. Oh, I've really? heard it's very I, good. I haven't seen anything about that. Uh, it's old. It's came out a couple years Before ago. Before Chronicle? Um, maybe around the same time as Chronicle. Okay. If I'm thinking right. Um, but it's been on my list of things to grab off iTunes for a while. Okay. Um, but I'm really, cause I think Michael B. Jordan, everyone that I've talked to has good things to say about Michael B. Jordan. Uh, one of my friends said he was really good in Friday Night Lights, the TV show. He was in that. Oh, I, you know, I've never watched that show. I never did either. And they said they he was really good on that. Yeah. So the most recent rentals, It Follows, I haven't watched. Ex Machina, I've got and watched. 
I don't see anything else that says new and noteworthy. There's a, one other thing, and I'm going to... I don't remember the first word because it's a girl's name, but it's like the treasure hunter. Oh, yeah, yeah. I... Um, the animated, it's not animated, no, but it's a international film. Yeah, international film. It's available now on Vimeo, and I think it is available I think it's now on iTunes. on iTunes, because yeah. I did watch the trailer for that, and I was like, oh yeah, that does look really, really interesting. Uh, Kumioko? Yeah. Oh, uh, Kumiko, Kumiko, Kumiko. Kumiko, the treasure hunter. Yeah, that one does look interesting, and um, I almost watched it, but then it almost seemed a little bit too too weird oh, yeah. in some of the things that were going on. So I was like, maybe I better just not mm. do that and tell them in a right frame of mind. Sure. But uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. There, there's still some hope to this summer. We'll kind of pull <sighs> I mean, the dumps. Well, look, um, Disney mm-hmm. has already made this summer $3 billion off of um, Avengers. Yeah. And... What was the uh, the Pixar movie, Inside Out? Inside Out. They've made $3 billion this year. It's amazing. I'm going to bet that by the end of the summer, this will be one of the better summers for the for, for movie theaters. Oh, absolutely, because you have uh, Fast and the Furious 82 or whatever yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the fastest ever to get to a billion dollars. Yeah. And then you have Avengers coming out two weeks later who mm-hmm. did really well at the box office. Mm-hmm. Jurassic Park is just smashing yeah. the box office and it's going up right against Inside Out. Yep. So you've had a lot of contenders mm-hmm. for box office weekends. I think more than probably past years, even though we had some pretty big things out, it seemed like there wasn't as much battle for the top box office each week. And you're looking at Jurassic Park. That's been out for almost a month yeah, now. Yeah, almost a month, yeah. Inside Out's been out for two weeks. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're... And you would think Terminator, Magic Mike have some star power, certainly. At least Magic Mike. Terminator has name power and right. then star power thought right. Schwarzenegger. Right. That they would have done a little bit better. Or, but Jurassic Park and Inside Out are just so it's a, good. I don't know where how it was where you were at. I guess you were in Hayes by the end of the 4th of July weekend. Yeah. But the weather was pretty good across the country as far as I remember. So yeah. 4th of July weekend, if it's really nice, people are outside. If Absolutely. it's too hot too rainy then people are going to be driven to the movie theater so mm-hmm. but still in the morning you want to go see a movie and then in the afternoon sure. blow stuff up and Absolutely. certainly terminator makes you want to go blow stuff up that's like, true that movie would make you go blow put a up. gun to my head and <laughs> blow out everything that i remember about it but ant-man god that movie's gonna rock i think i do you think so now i, I think it's gonna be dumb silly but i think it's gonna be i think it's gonna be fun silly fun silly so you think more dumb silly than guardians or oh, that same I think level. it's going to be about the same level. There's one character that I saw a trailer today on. I was like, uh, he's really dumping into the really stupid, stupid territory. Oh, yeah. Um, but we'll see. Okay. But, I mean, it's coming up for a whole caper. And the, the latest trailer that was released earlier this week was mm-hmm. straight up, this is a caper. And they're like, you know, do the whole little four slashes down the center of the screen where you got this guy is this guy. This guy is this job. This oh. guy is this job. And this guy's Ant-Man. So yeah, I can expect to see a lot of that. I mean, I'm I'm more excited for it than I thought it would be after the whole director debacle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, good. Uh, That'll be coming out in two Two weeks. weeks. Two weeks. Ant Man next week. Uh, What are we gonna do? Uh, Well, we can either go see Magic Mike or we can just do a general topic show. It's up to you. Uh, we'll talk about it and see what okay. everyone else wants to do. Okay. And we'll go with that. 
Uh, so that's going to wrap it up for the. Oh, well, just like, do you have a rating? Give it out of five for out Terminator. Out of five, two. Two? Yeah. That seems fair. Not horrible. It's not. It's certainly well, way it's below not, average. It's below mid. Yeah. Yeah. B- way below average for yeah. a film. Mm-hmm. I would. I would. I would give it two. I wouldn't recommend people see it. But absolutely not. There's two. way better things to go rewatch or uh-huh. go, go see the original Terminator. It. Seriously. There you go. Uh, so that's it for this episode of Zach on Film. Head over to Majorspoilers.com where you can give your thoughts on Terminator Genesis if you braved that film in theaters. Uh, you can do that in the comic session there on the podcast posting page. While you're there, why don't you head over to Amazon.com. Use that uh, shopping link. I've been doing that, buying some books and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's not going to cost you any extra, guys. No. It's not going to cost you any extra if you use that link. But a little bit will come back to Major Spoilers to help uh, this whole system stay afloat and keep running to keep you giving you good content each and every week and each and every day. It's crazy how much is happening on the website. Crazy. Uh, so that's it for this week. We'll see you next week on Zach on Film. podcast is copyright 2015 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.